Hey, Mugwarts. Welcome to Wormwood and Witches, a podcast all about the strange and unusual. (laughs) Tally and Erica invite witches and weirdos from all backgrounds to the conversation of the mystic and divine. Come fly with us on this journey as we explore ritual, magic, and the peculiar. Hosted by Anchor, you can find us on all of your favorite streaming platforms. You can also find us on Facebook at Wormwood and Witches Podcast or Instagram at Wormwood and Witches. Greeting Mugwarts, how is it going? It is uh, finally the first day that feels summery and nice and warm. Uh, I was going to try and go camping, but that kind of went out the window. So because it was actually snowing up in the mountains. So yay for two extremes. Um, But we did find some morels. So uh, did not come back empty handed. So as Tally explained, we're kind of doing these really short, sweet summer episodes. Um, So we've still got some content coming towards you about what's been going on and just a few uh, fun, just short, quick snippets of some information and witchy goodness. So hopefully this still helps. Uh, So today I was going to kind of give you an update on how my work with the Morgan has been going. Um, So in all honesty, (laughs) I have been creating these large long rituals, usually during, I don't know, like the full or the new moon, um, and doing these elaborate rituals and whatnot, and kind of then lagging in between those periods of time. So big things, less frequent versus small things, more frequent. So I feel like that alludes to then my connection with the Morgan being lack thereof, uh, because it's not consistent and I need to try more. So I think I need to change my approach and again, do small and consistent. Um, currently I do like the way that my altar is currently set up. So I've got like this nice black lacy Raven cloth, uh, on top of my altar, Um, I've got my black obsidian ball that I use for scrying. I've got some black and red candles, which are the colors for the Morrigan. Uh, I've got a crow candle, some crow feathers. Um, a dear friend a while ago had created a beautiful mahogany obsidian projectile point. Uh, they had flint mapped it for me, which was super awesome. And I had this moment, this aha moment where I'm like, oh my God, like, she takes care of warriors and whatnot on the battlefield and what better, and her colors are black and red. What better symbolism than this projectile point? Um, I do also currently have an eel skull and I'll get into a little bit about that. Um, and my beautiful crow tarot deck that Tally had gifted me, um, and another gifted, crow botanical painting that my friends have gotten me for my birthday. 
and a uranium glass teacup for offerings. So um, during my last ritual, I had offered her uh, some mead from a really good meadery. Shout out to Superstition Meadery in Prescott, Arizona. Um, that was a Marionberry one. And it, oh, dude, you guys, that meat is so good. Um, so her and I shared a uh, uh, offering of mead together on our last ritual. Um, but so my goal is for over the summer is to complete some guided meditations and offerings on a more weekly basis of connecting with the Morgan. Um, and then also maybe just still continue to do more elaborate rituals on the new and full moon, uh, completing a more significant ritual, if you will. So, uh, I had partaken in a kind of mini one and a half hour deep dive into the Morgan on the Irish pagan school. So, um, that was that was interesting learning more about the Tambu Cunha, which is the the tale where the Morgan kind of comes from. And there's different recensions, I guess, or versions of uh, the the Tambu Cunha. And I'm trying my best to say Irish words, man. Um, but that was that was definitely interesting. And what another thing that I learned was um, from that deep dive is that it's specifically um, the hooded crow, which is a really cool crow, uh, that exists in Ireland, uh, and they're black and gray and it looks, the, the head is black. So it looks like it has a hood and those are called bives, which if you remember from back on our Lilith and Morgan episode is that I talk about how bive is one aspect of the Morgan, if we're talking about the triple goddess. So it's B-A-D-B. So that is Bive. Um, and so, yeah, that was a really cool thing. I don't have the money for their intense six-month Morgan connecting with the Morgan workshop. I'm going to use my The Morgan Celtic Goddess of Magic and Might, Courtney Weber book, because uh, she has some guided meditations on how to connect with the Morgan. So I think that's going to be my goal. The Irish Pagan School does have like a five-day um, challenge, if you will, to working with the Morgan. So I might try that out as well. Um, but again, also, as Tally said in her last episode, I am sorry that I'm saying I'm a lot. It's really interesting talking by myself and not having a, a, a co-partner in this. Uh, so yes, my goal is to do over the summer kind of work on that more weekly basis. And maybe this will also feed into my summer goal of actually feeding into my own grimoire, um, making my own spells and concoctions and kind of making my own recipe book and seeing how things work out. I just need to focus, I feel like, because <laughs> sometimes with all the summer activities and camping and everything else, like we also side caveat just got Pippin his own little personal safety flotation device, his little PFD. Uh, so I really want to take him paddle boarding and it's finally been warm enough to actually do that. So 
it's a conflict of interest of all the things that I want to do with my time. And there's just not enough time in the day, which really sucks, but I need to carve that out and just hunker down and focus. So uh, my, I have my weekly goals. Um, and I will say that during my large, uh, rituals, I have had some connection in my scrying work and guided meditations with strong visualizations. And I don't know if anybody else gets this, please let me know if you do that when you meditate, sometimes like I know for a fact when I'm like actually tapped in the third eye area, like there's like a vibration or an intense feeling there. Like somebody's like pushing their finger on my third eye. So if anybody also has that, please let me know. So I also don't think that I have, I don't know, brain tumor or something. <laughs> I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger where he's like, it's not a tumor. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, I hope it's not just me. Anyways, uh, what I also want to focus on for the rest of this episode is regarding the Morgan's shape-shifting nature uh, that I learned from Courtney Weber's book. Uh, and that is kind of interchanging my altar to what my needs are from what I'm asking with the Morgan. And I feel like that will help me with creativity and feel connected. So the Morgan is a shapeshifter. She usually comes in at the, the form of the Raven, or I should say a hooded Raven. Like I said, that I've learned specifically from the Irish pagan school from Laura O'Brien, amazing content. Uh, I'll continue to be utilizing that resource, but, and that's the truest form of the Morgan, um, and kind of then tapping into the most authentic parts of ourselves. Um, but I had alluded or had mentioned the eel skull that I have, and that is to thwart a threat when someone is kind of targeting you. So preserving our boundaries. So that was currently something that I'm working on and something that I'll probably do a spell crafting Sunday on probably a binding ritual. Um, but just preserving those boundaries for ourselves. And if somebody's talking about you or you feel kind of threatened by somebody, I feel like that this would be a good way to have that symbolism. If you're working with the Morrigan, um, again, also eels represent fluidity and flexibility. So having that, aspect of it as well. Um, you can use horse iconography as well, the leadership and nobility portion of the horse. There may be good, uh, this may be good if you're doing also shadow work, um, because the horse depiction with the Morgan is bringing us kind of difficult truths that we need to come to terms with. So I thought that was interesting. Um, the wolf has also come up for me in my scrying, but the, the wolf iconography is that, and I like how Courtney Weber puts it in her book. And this is a direct quote is that anger is not innately negative, a negative thing, but without direction, it may consume us. So we channel our own theory to feel manifestation or change. And I thought that was really interesting and powerful and insightful. And I think, you know, using the wolf iconography for just kind of full of this, sometimes I feel like we go through these motions of life where we're just 
filled with anger and hate and just, I hate everything and everything sucks and blah, blah, blah. And feeling that into manifestation and into change, like she said, uh, to not let it consume us. And then we just keep digging ourselves deeper in a hole. So I thought the wolf was very interesting. Um, and then the last one that I'm going to talk about is the cow. So, uh, the kind of Irish mythology and everything cows have always been very useful and, um, kind of important to Celtic society as far as, you know, they provide the beef and they also provide the milk and a bunch of other things. So anyways, um, cows provide nourishment and provide for us. And so they also may be there for when we need backup. So that iconography, when the Morgan in some of her, her original um, tales, her, her myths, she presents herself as a heifer. So that is very interesting um, as well. I highly recommend this Courtney Weber book. It's definitely very tangible, um, but on the Irish Pagan School under Laura O'Brien's um, blog, she has a whole thing on how to uh, kind of connect with the Morgan as well and other books to read and, and whatnot. So I think what I'll end up doing too is recognizing that when I'm doing these deep dives into the Morgan and actually doing research that is also giving my time, which is also an offering to her. So it doesn't need to be this elaborate, like sit down, meditate for 20 minutes that it can be these bite-sized chunks too, which it's funny because I say 20 minutes for meditation, but I'll spend easily an hour looking and reading at stuff regarding the Morgan. So that's always fun. But I will link the Irish Pagan School Morgan resources that Laura O'Brien has provided. Uh, she also has a bunch of YouTube um, content for people who are interested. So please let me know if one, you get that weird tingly sensation on your third eye. And also if you're working for the Morgan or trying to work with the Morgan, and if you're finding that something is or is not working, I would be very interested. So uh, I think in my next episode that I'll get to this summer is regarding some of the crystals of which some are on my Morgan altar. And so I will go into those next, next time. So until then, keep gazing into the unknown.